Hey everybody, before we start with today's episode, I just want to let you know that KitFlix will be having another live podcast Sunday, January 27th at Philadelphia's South Street Cinema. The event is totally free, it's at 4pm, but if you're able to attend, we are accepting donations for the Headstrong Foundation, which is a non-profit committed to improving lives affected by cancer. We really hope to see you out there, we're going to be debating Pixar versus DreamWorks. And now, on with the show! Somebody stop me! Wait, that's the wrong movie. We're talking Beetlejuice on today's... We're not... Affiliated with... Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and make your parents tuck you in at night until you're 13 years old. Uh, humble brag, that is what happened to me. Oh, no. Um, well, no, it's cool. I, <laughs> I actually remember this the, the, the last night that I let my parents tuck me in. I... Uh, like, my parents were, like, you know, like, uh, laying down and, like, making sure I'm, I feel safe. And I saw one of my brother's, like, 17-year-old friends walk by the room. And I was just filled with so much shame that I was like, okay, I can do this on my own. And <laughs> it worked out. This is the time. Take yeah. your goodnight kisses. I have my face, I am a man now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was right after I learned how to tie my shoes. Uh, it's good. Velcro all yeah, the way. Yeah, my parents told me, like, if you do not... Uh, learn to tie your shoes like they don't make velcro for adults which is false um but anyway (laughs) might as well introduce my guests uh they are the hosts of the uh horror podcast and uh true crime-ish podcast uh is that how you would describe it uh we're horror comedy okay horomedy because i I feel like we've talked about like i've interacted with uh you both in like just different uh, murder pages and stuff. Yes, there uh, lots of murder pages. <laughs> but anyway, uh, from the uh, wonderful podcast, The Ghouls Next Door, it's Gabe and Kat. Hi. How are you, how are you both doing? <laughs> Good. Yeah. yeah. Glad to be here. Oh, well, it's, it's uh, my pleasure to have you in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, we usually peop- make people come to our living room, so... It's about the same. I mean, I think that's the best part of podcasting is that you can figure out different people's interior design styles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so today uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Beetlejuice and kind of in general just kind of different uh, things that kind of stuck with us uh, horror-wise as kids because uh, that's kind of what your podcast is and it's what my podcast is. Um, so uh, first of all, talk to me a little bit about um, what both of your relationship with uh, Beetlejuice is. Yeah, I mean, Beetlejuice is a classic, so I grew up watching it. It wasn't, like, a favorite, but it was, it's, the character of Beetlejuice is just memorable. Like, you can't, there's no other character that's similar to him. He's just Mm -hmm. wild. Um, And just remember in my teen angst, just really loving Lydia, (laughs) just being like, yeah, I want to do crazy weird bangs, and no one gets me. I'm so deep and cool, and I understand death, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's definitely, like, every moody girl's, like, dream. Yeah, basically. <laughs> just Winona Ryder with, like, hearts mm-hmm. next to it. Like, anytime. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently um, it was either going to be um, her, uh, Winona Ryder, or Alyssa Milano as mm-hmm. Lydia. Which, like, when I think about it, it's like, it would have been a drastically different movie, but at the same time, I often confuse them as the same person. <laughs> I could see that. Like, their faces. I also saw that Juliette Lewis, uh, like auditioned for it but she was like not a contender Mm -hmm. but like that would have been 
pretty similar too because she also was like this funky like uh girl like the sister who was like angsty but really mm-hmm. too cool for school was it natural born killers that she was in uh yes with who is that you're saying a bunch of names I don't know. Sorry, it's the one actor who everyone loves from True Detective. <laughs> oh, watch um, that. Uh, Matthew McConaughey? No, the other one. Oh, um, Josh Brolin? No, he wasn't People in that. People like Matthew McConaughey? I like him. They I liked him in True Detective. I think he's a chill dude. Oh, in True Detective. Okay, yeah. well, I've but not other, watched that the show, The other half so of I'm True unaware. Detective. Yeah. The, co- the cop that was, like, good. He was a good guy. He was married... To the lady. Yeah, he was married to the lady. That narrows it down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the We're lady. Great at I don't want to give spoilers away. That's it's a, old. It's an old it's like show. Season yeah. One. What the one the his partner because he slept with his wife. Remember? There's so many people now listening to this and being like, it's this person yeah. clearly. Well, write us. Uh, no. Yeah. We hear you're later. yelling, but we can't decipher what. <laughs> yeah, we we're gonna hear. set up a PO box and send it to us. Uh, uh, what? About, <laughs> Just for the. Uh, what about you, Kat? Do you kind of have a, a relationship with Beetlejuice at all? Yeah, I mean, I remember watching it more times than I guess. I don't know, not that than I wanted to, but it, it happened to like. I've seen it enough times where it's like we didn't have to rewatch it. I was like, oh, I know, yeah. I know everything that happened in that movie. I've seen it like probably twenty five mm-hmm. times. I don't even know if it was on purpose. If it was just like on TV, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, hey, you know what? I'm gonna watch some Beetlejuice. But um, yeah, it was a good time. I remember being really confused when I was younger younger watching it and then watching it again and being like why was i so weirded out by this it's like weird it's super weird. but i was like scared when yeah. i was little when it wasn't scary well i think it's like i tim burton movies for me at least as a kid was kind of like um like a safer version of horror stuff because i mean mm-hmm. i i watched i was watching i mean i'm in a similar boat with you both like i've seen this movie so many times but <laughs> yeah. i watched the clips that were on the fandango website and like it, it's really just dark and dis- And if you read uh, on Wikipedia, they have all of these production notes of like the early script of Beetlejuice, and mm-hmm. it was insane how terrifying and gross and just not for kids this movie was originally <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah, definitely. I was even looking on IMDb. I wrote, I brought notes. <laughs> I'm professional. Um, yeah, if you can hear that paper, that's like an ASMR thing. <laughs> I'm trying to get new listeners. No. <laughs> I'll eat a pickle. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, no, don't do it. Uh, yeah, because I thought it was really interesting that it was originally supposed to be way more of a horror film, um, and that it had like kind of uh, where Beetlejuice was more of like a demon, and he was like supposed to have bat wings. I think it was, mm-hmm. and just being really like grotesque. And then there's like some really X-rated scenes that are supposed to happen concerning Lydia, which I'm really glad that didn't happen. Yes, yeah, we don't, we don't have to mention it on the podcast, oh, that's but it's... Uh, that didn't happen. Yeah. Because it was kind of like a cute little happy time <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. That would have been sad. Yeah. And also in the original script, apparently there was going to be a lot more where you just watch um, uh, Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin die. Oh, and, boy. Like, we, we don't need yeah. to see that. It's way more interesting that it kind of happened more or less off camera. And like that... Because, like, we're kind of experiencing it with them. Exactly. Because they wake up, and it's like, we don't know they're dead. They don't know they're dead. So both of the viewers... weird. Yeah, we're just on the journey with them. What's this sand monster? (laughs) Yeah, why are we in Dune all of a sudden? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. 
But I mean, there's still plenty of disgusting stuff in this. Like I, oh, yeah. you know, people without heads and yeah, faces all stretchy. I also weird. forgot like how many like weird suicide jokes there are. Yeah, Ooh. which I I 100% hated all of those. Yeah, well, because all the civil servants in in the afterworld they're all suicide victims. So everyone that they encounter, like has died from suicide. There's, like, the person who was hung. There's, like, mm-hmm. their Well, yeah, lawyer. they're, like, just swinging around. Yeah. And no one this knows. This kind of before, like, hey, trigger warnings are a thing. Hey. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Like, hey, just so you know, this is bad. Just so you know, this PG movie yeah. might <laughs> trigger you and yeah. your PTSD from whatever life experience you yeah. have. Yeah. Uh, Good and, luck. And, like, the, the uh, uh, receptionist in the afterlife, how she's mm-hmm. just like, well, I did this, guys. Yeah. And... That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) They say it's for kids. It was really for kids. But I watched it as a child. Beetlejuice says fuck. Yeah. 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 Those were the the good old days. (laughs) You could just say fuck in front of children. Yeah. Great. Could you swear in here? Yeah, of course. I have the explicit marker on it, so we're we're safe. Nice. So do we. Yeah. (laughs) We only edit it for the radio. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of, like, some, what, cringy things when you're watching now, especially, like, Beetlejuice and Lydia's, like, potential marriage is super uncomfortable. Yes. But then thinking about the fact that, like... It could have been ten times worse than that. Like, significantly worse than just her being kind of forced into this creep marriage. Like, <laughs> Yeah, there was, it was written. It was written worse. And they just didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, Tim, uh, <laughs> we're giving you a lot of free reign here. Um, well, also, I, I was watching clips and I was really... I didn't understand why Lydia had that weird red wedding dress... But then apparently there's an old rhyme, married in red, better off dead. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's like pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun scene now. <laughs> you know, like when you're a kid and you know those old nursery rhymes or, or old maid's tales and you're like, yeah, of course that's why she's wearing red. I totally get this. Yeah. yeah. And then like uh, Beetlejuice is like, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He improvised like most of his lines. 90% like, according to IMDb. What? That's yeah. crazy. The whole thing that's is a fun like, hey, hey, what's that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New York, I don't know. What am I? <laughs> Michael, can we please just get a take where you just say your lines? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, what are lines? I, just, I don't know why, but I remember Beetlejuice's voice being not as dumb sounding. I don't know. <laughs> no, I remember being really dumb, really skeevy. Yeah, like that would. But that was the thing because if you think about it as well, so like our first episode mm. was about it, and we compared the old Pennywise to the new Pennywise, and the old Pennywise was also just kind of a creep. It was just like Tim Curry being like, "Hey kid, come down to the to the sewer, and then have this balloon <laughs> and popcorn." Yeah. yeah Whereas this one's like, "Hey, come on down," and it's like creepier. <laughs> We're trying to like it's romance like, him. Down. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, I'm a child now. Nah. These are way more stranger danger appropriate. Yeah, actually, that that reminds me that it was like one of the first horror movies. I've never seen either version of them. Because, you know, they're spooky. Um, and, uh, and I don't what? like spooky. Uh, but I remember, I have, like, such a vivid memory of being at, like, a day camp. And I was, like, five. And this 11-year-old was talking about it and, like, how cool it was. And and I don't know about YouTube, but I'm, like, I'm a person where I don't want to watch scary stuff, really. But I love reading and hearing about it. Because it, it, it's, like, a, a much safer version where it's, like, okay, I can still go to bed after this. But <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's like watching video games. 
like where you're not playing. Oh but yeah, you're yeah. Watching people play them, mm-hmm. it's and it's like you're similar. good at it. You can yeah, still like I did it right because I know, know what happens. Yeah, you know the story. <laughs> yeah, and I I was like talking to my parents like I want to watch it, and they're they're like no, you're <laughs> you're, like, you're so little. And first, like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you already have enough trouble falling asleep every night already. We're not throwing in a an evil killer clown. It's like listen, you're 13. We still have to tuck you in, so we're not gonna let you watch it. <laughs> I have like a little must. Like, I don't know if you're ready. Um, do, do, do either of you have like um, like one of those, like a horror movie where it's like you heard about it as a kid and it kind of, you just kind of like obsessed over it? Because I've, I've talked about it so many times on the podcast, but Saw, I've never seen a Saw movie, but I was just fascinated by just like how all of the traps worked and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It is like, it's a really good story to read. That's usually, so the same, I just had a very similar conversation and we get this a lot from people actually who are like, like uncertain on whether or not they should even listen to us because they're like, I don't like horror. Um, But the idea is like, we're not just like talking about the film. We do talk about the film, but we talk more about like the topics. Mm -hmm. But just the other day someone was like, yeah, I'm never going to watch Hostel, but I liked, I like read it on Wikipedia and it's like that is safer and I would never say a starting movie is hostile yeah, or soft. Neither <laughs> one of those are starting or I like horror movies anyone. and I hated hostile. Yeah. I, no one should watch it. No, I mean I'm not I feel very strongly I hated that movie so much. I, I like Saul. I like Saul. There was a scene <laughs> spoilers. Yeah spoilers where... for a movie that came out so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We do all I'm saying yeah. is she's in a the, the cars and the chains. Is that hostile? Where it pulls them apart? Oh with god. The truck? No, I think that was Hitch Hitcher or Hitchhiker. Whatever it was, that was the worst thing. The and I'm saying that, that it's hostile. I'm pretty even sure that's not. no, I'm pretty sure that's the Hitcher. But Hostel too has one of the scenes that I thought was really just interesting because it was always whenever I tune in, for some reason it was always on that scene. Mm-hmm. Was there's like a lady in a bathtub and she has like a scythe. She's like, what is she have? And there's a lady like hanging from the ceiling and she like just slices the lady so she's like soaking in her blood and oh. I'd always be like, all right, time to turn it off. <laughs> like, I just watched this fight. I was like, all right, I'm done. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't think I've seen Hostel then if that's what happens. That's Hostel 2 with the ladies. Hostel 1 has men. And I have not seen lady. any of these movies. I'm confusing <laughs> it totally with that hard. Hitchhiker movie where the lady gets pulled apart too. Teacher, I'm pretty sure. It was terrifying. And I just didn't want to see someone be pulled apart by two cars. So I just felt like that was a time I that I never to needed to experience. And I did. And it was sad. Yeah, I, Read about it. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely Don't read watch about it. it. I also, it took me so long to muster up the courage to see A Quiet Place, and then when I finally saw it, I was like, oh, this was not a big deal at all. We haven't we seen see it. it so I won't say anything, because the monsters feed on uh, sound. Yeah. Oh, that would <laughs> that'll suck if the A Quiet Place monster was real. Oh, man, we wouldn't be able to do podcasts <laughs> Yeah, anymore. like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are words? We don't talk, what? But, like, it's, I, I watched it just, like, on, at home, and, like, it was a little spooky and eerie, but I think because I don't have, like, surround sound and yeah, it wasn't... I'm sure it makes it a little bit it's, of a different It's experience. just more unnerving and interesting than, like, actually scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of, like, what there's, like, differences in horror. There's all these subgenres of, like, you know, you have cerebral and, like, suspense thrillers, and okay. then you have things like gore, which would be, like, Saw and, and Hostel, which is what most people lump us into. They're like, oh, you're just talking about blood and guts, and it's like, those are fun, too, but... No, I like... I like... I like when a stranger just uh, starts following somebody and doesn't stop, and then they go insane. <laughs> yeah, it's great. The end. That's one of the best horror films that exists. Yeah. 
Um, I would say, because back to the, to the question, which is, were there any horror films to watch that I didn't watch but wanted to because I was a child? Um, I, so I kind of got forced to watch horror movies when I was younger because I had a lot of older cousins and uncles who were hardened and were like, yeah, it's so cool to watch these. And I was the little chicken who they would <laughs> subject to that. So <laughs> unfortunately, I would end up watching those. But I would say um, one that was um, one of my cousin's favorite, and it took me a long, long time to watch, was Children of the Corn. Oh, Stephen, Stephen I hadn't King seen that until I'm an adult person, but I also didn't really ever know what it was, so it was fine. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like this idea of evil kids like weirded me out. Like I was terrified of Chucky doll as it was, so I was like, "You're already taking like my world and turning it upside down and adding horror and what elements." So if you're gonna put like my friends now like, yeah. into this, I like, can't trust I could have been friends with these weirdo <laughs> kids, and now they're like killing their parents. Like I was just like, "No, that's not gonna happen." <laughs> yeah, that's legit. Yeah, because it's like uh, scary kids. As a kid, you're just like, oh, like what if one, like one of my friends could just like be mean? <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. scary. Killing people, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Listen, John. Like, we've had good times on the playground, but uh, I'm not gonna kill but... my friends and my dad and whatever. That's gonna be a no. That's yeah. gonna be no for me, dog. But it's also being a kid. I, I was like, because I was so obsessed with death, and like, I, I think it's, it was fun. There was like a fun period, I guess, where. It was before I truly understood the magnitude of what death actually is. And I was just like, oh, like, death, you're just, like, not there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, crazy. But now it's like... <laughs> but now I'll watch even, like, an Avengers movie or something and just seeing, like, New York City and, like... Or even, like, a, just any movie where a bunch of bad guys just get, like, punched out or, like, killed in, like, just one wave. I'm like, fuck, those are all people that oh, yeah. are just... Gone from the universe forever. Now it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bring it means it back. something. This Thanos is isn't the only villain. <laughs> I don't think Thanos is a villain. We'll get that's a different podcast. I've I still have not seen Infinity War. I've missed so many Marvel movies that I'm just like, well, I I'm done. I can't do Aww. it. No, you could just pick up. You don't have to care about any of them. Okay, I want to <laughs> see Ant Man. Ant Man seems fun. <laughs> I actually, that's the one I haven't seen. I haven't seen Ant Man either. But also, I will say, I'm not in any way an expert on Marvel things. I just go along for the ride and enjoy. Yeah, yeah I saw like Thor Ragnarok, and that was the only Thor movie That's the I'd one I seen. Haven't seen. I haven't seen that I want to see it because I saw the other ones and they were good. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw at like Temple University has um, like a, a little student theater, mm-hmm. and I just went with a bunch of college kids, and I hated it because they were all like, what? And I like, stopped <laughs> like, talking. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to watch and talk with my friends, but I don't want any of you talking. (laughs) That's not fair. I'm the only one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, uh, I'm I'm just looking at the... Because I took very few notes uh, for this movie. Um, Yeah, so it's it's weird that uh, it's rated PG because Mm -hmm. of just how disgusting it is. Like, this is that weird, awkward phase in movie history where they just didn't really understand ratings. Well, yeah, if you watch, like, Nickelodeon at all as a kid... Yeah. Most of those shows, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. What is, this is for kids? It's like, no, it's just a cartoon. They didn't realize cartoons could be inappropriate, so you just <laughs> let us learn how to be real weird oh, for Ed hours Ed at a time. Oh, yeah, Ed, Ed, and Eddie was weird. Any Hurts car- a Cowardly Dog, that's a horror show. Terrible. Yes. That's a scary show. Also, Billy and Mandy. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was great. I love Billy and Mandy. Also, like, all those shows just, like, always featured a weird scene where it's, like, a super graphic 
uh, scene of like somebody picking their nose. Yeah, like the really closed up version. Yeah, because like Billy would be like, Eek! or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know. She like, the noise perfectly. Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, Ed, Ed and Eddie, they would just like stick stick a whole fist in their nose or something. Yeah, gross. Uh, <sighs> children. Ugh, children. Yeah, but it like wasn't, yeah. it wasn't for kids. Yeah, like, I, I think. I mean, I'm happy I wasn't chill. Like, um, you, to answer the question, <laughs> I was not supervised in the extent that I needed to be with, like, ratings of things. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So I watched, like, crazy shows as a kid or, like, movies. They're, like, just so not okay for kids to be watching. I think it makes me more interesting. But it definitely made me a really weird kid where I was just like, yeah, that happens. Death, you know, whatever. Yeah. Robots, they're all going to kill us. You didn't know? <laughs> I'm telling you now. So be scared. Why aren't you more scared? Am I, did I watch the movies and no one else watched them? Okay, I am Kat, the prophecy. What did I, you bring for show and tell? Because this is the third time that you've gone on this rant in front of the children in fifth grade. I brought Terminator <laughs> 2. VHS <laughs> tape. I brought my robot dad. <laughs> I, want my, I wanted a robot dad so much. You know, I wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to give me high fives. Oh, uh, remember how cool my life as a teenage robot was? Yeah. Yes! Uh, oh my god, I love this show. I don't remember Jenny. a single detail about it except for the cool theme song. Yeah. Jenny was cool. Yeah. And actually, uh, show and tell reminds me, in third grade, I wrote a murder mystery to share for show and tell. And I don't... Did they call home? Nah, it was a private school, so they were just like, oh, he's just being very creative today. Um, (laughs) um, I'm trying to think. It was like, I think I have it in a box somewhere in my parents' house, but it was like, um, like these kids are on a camping trip and like two of them get murdered. And I drew a big picture of like a guy, like a hand with a butcher knife. And then um, I like wrote the solution or whatever to the mystery. And it was like, a counselor did it. He was, like, jealous and wanted to get attention, so he murdered all these kids. That sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Tell. I feel like my teacher might have been like, let's let's hold that off for another day. <laughs> Stop uh, drawing pictures of knives. <laughs> <laughs> I was even, like, freaked out by, like, Scary Movie 3. <laughs> what? Well, because it was, like, I I guess that was That's also where, where I got a lot of references to, like, horror movies and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, because you weren't watching them, so like, no. you didn't know the real ones. And, like, three and four, they, like, actually upped the production value, so mm-hmm. it actually looked kind of spooky and, like, horror yeah. Which one was three? Was that the one that was signs? Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. one. That, that one was good. Movies. And then four was, like, the War of the Worlds one and the one yeah. where Dr. Phil and Shaquille O'Neal are in Saw. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. I saw them in no, theaters. I didn't see that one. <laughs> Isn't that Tom Cruise in it or something? Um, War of the World. the Worlds. Yeah, the the, guy, the, the main guy song. looks like Tom Cruise. Well, in the actual War of the Worlds, it, it is, is Tom Cruise. Cruise. Oh, yeah. I think why. like Dakota right. Fanning or Elle Fanning or one of those. It things. was Dakota because Elle was too young because she got her big break with um, uh, Super Eight. Yeah, which right. she also did a really about. cool indie film. She's great. I she love deserves her. All the credit. Yeah. So so what else has kind of stuck out um, to you both about Beetlejuice? Because for me, it's just like. This feels like the quintessential live-action Tim Burton movie. It has, like, all of the, like, uh, uh, black-and-white checkerboard. It has the green light everywhere. Mm-hmm. It has the weird, sharp edges and, like, really ugly modern art. <laughs> yeah, yes. Disgusting modern <laughs> art, to say the least. Yeah, very pointy. Yeah, and everyone, even though they're people, still look Tim Burton-y and, like, that they're 
weird like features and things are, are out of place and and it also takes the like mundane and makes it spooky which i think is is kind of like what tim burton does yeah and well, i'm trying is, to think which, what kind of mundane things yeah so this? like just even having like this couple who's just like this average absolutely boring couple like their house has like the ugly floral wallpaper that's, like, already <laughs> mm-hmm. yellowed and it's new. Like, that kind of thing. Like, their car is, like, the safest car that exists. Um, like, it was actually a joke that they use that car. <laughs> and that's what, like, killed right. them. And, like, um, even just, like, the the dad, Lydia's dad, I forget his name. Like, he seems so, like, average and boring in comparison to, like, his, like, new wife that's all like his new wife that has cool weird hair curls yes <laughs> like i i can't i don't want to call them bangs even though i guess that's technically what they are yeah i don't she well she just was making her own stuff oh like, yeah all of she's her outfits so are cool. very bizarre <laughs> they're just she's repurpose other things like she's literally just art as a person <laughs> Like, when you look at it, you're like, I feel like this is supposed to mean something, <laughs> but I can't figure it out. Maybe you just, like, tilt your head in a certain way. She looks way. different now. She is art. She is art. Yeah. <laughs> but even just, like, that scenario of, like, you have your moody daughter, and it's, like, the, the new, like, evil stepmother kind of thing, and, like, your boring dad is also kind of nice. You move into this new house, and, like, I'm not understood. And that is, like the baseline for this and then on top of that is all this weirdness that's happening yeah it's like there well there, that's the thing it's like there isn't really a baseline to go off of like they're already like you already have to adjust to they're living in this weird version of our world and then on top of that yeah it's just uh figuring out all the different weird rules and how like anything that sticks out as abnormal to you like still doesn't really come across for any of the characters yeah yeah, and I think it's 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 very fun, and that's what I, I really like. Like, just them in the sheets and being like, they're like, why are you doing the sheets? Hey, if I, if I was your age and I saw a ghost, I, I'd just jump right out of my skin. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> it's just like, sheets, really, guys? <laughs> Too cool for school. Yeah. Definitely say it was like, if you woke up one day and we're dead, yeah, that's kind of like, probably... You're thinking of like ways to figure out that you're dead and like let people know that you're there. Is it? It's like the hokey, you? like stupid things that mm-hmm. you're like, ah, ghosts do that, so that's what we're gonna do. And They're it's also like... pattern sheets, which is a, just a great extra element. <laughs> yeah, it's just them. It's so them. Yeah, it's just them being like, dumb. They can't even do that, right? It's good. Yeah. Ugh, they're so average. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, what well, also kind of like dips into like I can't think of the psychological concept off the top of my head, but. There's, like, this whole idea that um, human beings will just, like, try to rationalize anything abnormal as quickly as possible. So, like, oh, you yeah, know... For sanity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, all this weird stuff going on and, like, the Delia's weird redesign of the entire house. Like, it's so weird, but everybody's just like, well, this is the real world to us, so it's gotta not be crazy at all. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. This is what it was. It's fine. Bob's not crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, question mark, question mark, profit, which is what we get to when the house, <laughs> they decide the house is haunted and they're like, let's make it an amusement park. Now we'll make money off of them when they're like, the like, crazy no, thing wait. happens at dinner with like the, the gross shrimp and it grabs their faces when uh-huh. they do their whole song. Yeah. Really yeah and then they do their, their big dance number. 
Um, Which is great. It's yeah. the best scene. <laughs> I also love that that's like the idea. Like, that's how we'll scare them. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll make, make them dance. dance. Yeah, like I did. <laughs> oh, oh guys, God. that was so cute. <laughs> It's literally the third time this week. Like someone's asked us something and we said something at the same time. And I was like, oh. Amazing. (laughs) Um, But also it's like I was a theater kid. So if that happened to me, I would just be excited and be like, great. We're staying at this house forever now. Yeah. What is this? The town of Footloose? You can't scare us with dancing. (laughs) Uh, Also, we need to talk about who I think is the best character in the movie which is uh, Juno, which is uh, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis's caseworker in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, she's great. She is so funny. Smokes and, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she smokes and, like, uh, she's yelling at all those uh, football players that just died. I'm not your coach. He survived. <laughs> <laughs> she's so uh, good. And, like, I, I, I'm just drawn to her so much. And I wish that, who knows, if this movie sequel ever happened that they would somehow get a chance to put uh what's wait what's her name juno into it yeah even just like literally anyone who's in that waiting room is interesting like the the legs and they mm-hmm. like <laughs> cross themselves and they're just sitting there or the, the, the shrunken that, head yeah or the smoker that exploded I yeah guess. he's like all like yeah like Look, exploded. i'm trying to quit too <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like any literally any of them have like a cool side story that probably would have been really interesting um i just saw someone posted a a fan-made video that was uh for beetlejuice 2 but it was like fan-made it was really interesting um where they just like mashed up uh clips from like Gina Davis and some other actors oh, that's cool. from it and then like the whole beginning is like a modern couple uh, and they have this like horrific car accident and then it just like flashes and the beetle <laughs> juice is in there and he does some creepy stuff and I was like I actually now I want it I know it's been like <laughs> I didn't before. on the <laughs> on the edge for a long time uh, where it keeps popping up every few years where he's like I'd love to but uh, <laughs> you know life <laughs> it's hard yeah well also like the um uh, uh, one of the writers that was hired by um, Warner Brothers to write the sequel to Beetlejuice said, I don't want to be the guy that destroys the legacy and the memory of the first film. I would rather die. And I think that's I kind know. of... I think it has... Yeah, because it's done wrong enough. Which it's, it probably would. Yeah. Like any, any... Most reboots or sequels, it's like, no, we didn't want... We said we wanted this, but we were like totally kidding. Yeah. Yeah, because have you, have you, either of you read, like, what the proposed sequel to Beetlejuice would be? I think I did, but... So, it's it's called uh, Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian, and the idea was that the Dietz family moves to Hawaii where uh, the dad, Charles, is developing a resort, and then they discover that the company is building on an ancient burial ground, and uh, the spirit comes back from the dead to cause trouble, and then Beetlejuice turns into a hero... By winning a surf contest with magic. That sounds like it should have came out in the 90s. Yeah, if it came out like two, three years later, it kind of would have been like one of the Back to the Future sequels. Just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And it's people just not watched really it. It's really bad if that's what they It can't be that if it's going to be remade now. It has to be like <laughs> that trailer. Because it's like, it has to be like the way that they've been remaking all of our older films. Like Ghostbusters and It and all of that where they're just... They take the story, they take the skeleton, and then they make it as if it were a 
like current film. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a new way. thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's, the... it's gotta stop with like all these reboots where it's like they have to do all these like little winks, like rem- like remember. Yeah, well, it's like because Twenty One Jump Street successfully did all these like meta jokes about sequels and reboots, so now everybody yeah. felt the need the to best do it. Thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, like the only time that I kind of liked it was in the vacation reboot because they're talking about like going on a family vacation, like the new family. And it's like, wouldn't that just be a rehash of what we've done in the past? And he's like, no, no, no. It's a completely new vacation with new people <laughs> yeah, or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'll give you that. But yeah, like uh, at least in August of 2015, Winona Ryder said that like she would be reprising uh, her role as Lydia. But Tim Burton is just like, I don't know. Yeah. And Michael <laughs> Keaton's also like, yeah, I'd be down whenever you want. Uh, yeah. But he's like, that it has to be right. And he understands that. And I don't even know if, like, if in, the like, this new world, Tim Burton makes sense. Because his style, like, is... It's changed a lot. Yeah. So it would it would be different. And if it's anything like the Alice in Wonderland movies, no thanks. <sighs> nope. Oh, my... <laughs> I, I remember seeing the first one, and I yelled ugh at the top of my throat when uh the mad hatter did his little dance because he said like when the queen is destroyed i'll dance oh. and then everybody's like Haha, you're a good dancer mad hatter oh. and i i was angry and then they made another movie <laughs> and then they made a whole <laughs> new they did it all over again yeah i think even tim burton said he saw like like people were posting about like what they would want to see and people were mentioning swapping out Michael Keaton for Johnny Depp and he was just like no <laughs> no <laughs> but also they kind of did a sequel cuz the in the uh, late 80s early 90s uh they had an animated series called Beetlejuice and it was weird like Lydia and Beetlejuice are friends that is strange which yeah. i hope that the first episode had like Beetle just being like, "Hey, sorry about that." Yeah, and, like I remember that. that time. <laughs> I'm not as skeezy as before. Uh, let bygones be bygones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "All right, whatever. Let's go on adventures." Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to adventures. Yeah, it's, totally fun. Yeah, it's all about them exploring the Netherworld, a wacky monster realm inhabited by monsters, ghosts, ghouls, and zombies. And, Sounds cute. Yeah, the maybe it is. The animation looks gross. Um, oh, well. That's sad. Yeah, well. <laughs> well I mean, uh, Tim Burton and Danny Elfman were involved. So I think that works as much as like a sequel, even if uh, unrelated. But also shows, you know, how that probably wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's probably okay that we don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, like, lastly, there was one more adaptation that's going on right now, which is there's a musical version of Beetlejuice. Of course. It's called Beetlejuice, the musical, the musical, the musical. Oh, cute. But, yeah, which yeah. I like that. And, uh, yeah, it's it's coming to, uh, it was, it's right now, I think, in Washington, D.C., and it's coming to Broadway, uh, uh, like, early April or something like that. Ooh. And it stars the guy from uh, School of Rock. Oh. So, maybe so, that'll be a thing. <laughs> so, is it a musical about a musical which is already about a musical. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, why would they have, like, yeah, that's three music, like, there's no other reason to say that unless it was, like, about, like, a very meta two other musicals that are in the original one is about the musical. Yeah, I mean, I think they're just playing off of 
saying Beetlejuice three times. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good. I that's think that's a, they go that's a good theory. Anyway. That's a good theory, Gabe. Um, <laughs> for my my mind went where his mind went. Yours is a different. Then they should have just said musical, musical, musical. Not the write musical. a strongly worded letter. All right, where and inform them. Dear uh, lyricist <laughs> Eddie Perfect. Yes. Which is his Excuse name. Excuse me, Mr. Perfect. <laughs> if Let that's me just tell you name. something. You got something wrong. You're not as perfect as you think. Change yeah. your name. And like a <laughs> snapped cut. There is a. It's. It starts with a song with Beetlejuice and Lydia called "The Whole Being Dead Thing," slash invisible. And then the finale song is Jump in the Line, Shake Senora. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yes. Oh my, and the closing of Act One is uh, Deo, the banana boat song. Which, like, I, I get, yeah, that makes yeah, sense, but. Yeah. sounds cute. Yeah. Let's watch, watch it. it. Let's yeah. go. You know what? This will be a fun collaboration. We're going we're gonna to travel go to New York to and, see and Beetlejuice. tell you all about it. Friends. Uh, Send money. <laughs> we go to place. We tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, um, Venmo me because uh, I don't have a Patreon. Check our Patreon. Oh yeah, you guys have a Patreon. We have Patreon. Subscribe to the Ghouls Next Door Patreon. <laughs> we so, have a separate yeah, can, fund. Yeah, can It'll you, totally go to that. Yeah, can you have a Beetlejuice tier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that so that's kind of all the future and kind of currentness uh, of uh, Beetlejuice. Um, but yeah, our, I'm trying to think of other things that we need to cover about this movie. Cause I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, to me at least, it's just kind of gross and I don't know how many times I can watch it just because it's like, it has all these different, just like little disgusting things and it just like skeeves me down to my core. Yeah. I think it's fun. Like, <laughs> cause I like weird stuff, but I mean like that was that kind of horror is just foundational in horror. Like, we had all that time of, like... It's a nice uh, gateway film. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, The Nightmare on Elm Street is, like... It's scary, but it's also absurd. So there's this idea, there's, like, this line of, like, nowadays people are, are against horror because there, a lot of it can be a little more realistic, and so that gets you more unsettled because uh, you're just like, that could really happen. Or yeah. It's really, like, the blood and the gore that you're seeing is, like you know, correct. It's like actually like anatomically, like the way that that would work out. Whereas like something like with Nightmare on Elm Street, there's like a blood fountain of a person, like it just yep, erupts into happen. blood. And it's I don't the know whole why world. I thought it was the scariest thing in the world, but yeah. I did watch it very young as we go back to that topic. Well, I still haven't watched it. I was like it. seven. So <laughs> I want to watch it though, just so I can do like the Freddy puns. Mm-hmm. As an adult, it's fine. It's very, it's fun. really not scary. It's more funny than it is scary. Yeah. Well, also, like, those, I feel, like, as they went on, kind of like with the Chucky movies, that they kind of realized how dumb it was, so they were like, oh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna go crazy. Kind of like Final Destination. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like... I was actually scared of Final Destination. Though, no, that's legitimate. Oh, yeah, scary. that is. Like, I was like, this is what life is. People I, see no, the thing before is. it happens, and if I ever have that happen, I'm people are going to die. Like, I was like... Visions are real. I yeah, got also, all freaked how do, out. How do you know if you have a premonition versus just like you're thinking in your head, like, oh, what if that happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, because it, it and it's always it's gonna mission. happen. You gotta you gotta go. Yeah, run. Which is why you run. should just stay in your house all the time. Because <laughs> there, there's that scene where the girl dies because somebody's uh, mowing a lawn and a giant rock gets caught in and mm-hmm. it just shoots at her. Which I mean, that's not how anything works. Yeah. But the it's only still way scary. to be safe is to be in the insane asylum where. 
they take all the pieces like off of you. Like when they go to visit the girl at the end. She survived all those years because she was in the insane asylum. Yeah, but then you could get like American Horror Story Asylumed. Oh no! Oh no! That's oh great! And then you meet Anne Frank, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Who knew what was going on? That was my favorite season, but I haven't rewatched it. I feel like it's just insane. It's the only good season, in my opinion. I will give you so many strong opinions about. I've tried to watch the the hotel season so many times, and like halfway through the first episode, I'm like, I'm out. This is so terrible. It's so bad. Yeah, I feel like I saw the hotel season. And I thought it. I didn't. I didn't have anything. Lady to Gaga. And yeah, it was weird. Vampire. Children. No. I, yeah, it was definitely weird. I remember being like, I don't. People like this, and then I stopped watching. You know like, I think I, Roanoke was, was cool. Yeah, I was gonna say I liked Roanoke because I liked the switch up in the middle, where it was like, this is the show, and I was yeah. like, what? And then they went right back to the same old bullshit with yeah. the cult. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> we tried cults. We did. We watched a few episodes. What we liked about cult was the phobias. And yeah, how they, they like really mess people. Yeah, it was they interesting. Well, didn't they didn't they do a whole thing with um I forget that fear, but it's like the fear of like the little holes. Yep, yep, she has that. <laughs> you have that. What is that called? Because I I have like a I don't I'm not like officially that, but it's just like that kind like little things really skeeve me out. It's trypophobia. Trypophobia. Yeah, it's awful. Everyone has a little bit if your body is. Intelligent at all. (laughs) Knows to be afraid of disease. Um, But yeah, it definitely caters to that really, really roughly. It did a lot. Um, Yeah. But like with, with movies like Beetlejuice in that time period, it was very fun and hokey. And it felt to me like you're in like a costume store. And these are the things that you're encountering in there. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's kind of just like the masquerade world. Um, of just like, like I would love to see an amusement park of that or like a house of horrors. Like you're walking in and all those weird things are in there. Well, yeah. And it's it's like, and you're scared of it in the moment because it's just like your animal brain. But then afterwards you're, you're not lingering on it because you're like, that was super fake. Uh, also, I, met, <laughs> I also met Beetlejuice uh, in high school when I went to Universal Studios Florida, and he was really mean to me. Oh. Uh, classic Beetlejuice, but he I thought He's he was really like trying to shake my hand or something, so I held his hand, and he was like, I was just giving you a high five. What are you doing, kid? And uh, it was terrible. Uh, and then yeah, I, my special anxiety. <laughs> yeah. But then I went to Simpsons World, and it was all okay. <laughs> yeah, that's always good. I would say it's like, because it has comedy, it gets away with being like a horror movie for kids and there's a lot of during that time unintentionally horror films that like kids were watching like I would say like I don't think that like I guess they're labeled as horror but like E.T. like that's not a horror movie but I know plenty of kids that were terrified of E.T. also Gremlins Gremlins you do not expect it to go there Gremlins is Furby's going around eating you yeah and then you're watching that as a child and you're like Gremlins is great I watched it so many times it was terrifying but like I loved it. And that whole weird. story about how her dad uh, died in the chimney as Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Like every. Yeah, those were so ones that they like, just didn't know. They were just like kids, right? I mean, they're here. <laughs> you just wanted to not drown or in a stream or something. You just wanted to be okay. These the kids, kids need to here. shut the hell up for a little bit. So let's take them. To Rub the... some dirt in yeah. it. It's cool. Let's just watch this. It's kind of for kids, I guess, because no one's, like, being brutally murdered, exactly. I guess, maybe. Yeah, just psychological stuff. There's no sex. It's fine. Exactly. Like, no one swore. I think it was more so it's, like, there's no sex. It's cool. 
Whatever. There's not as much swearing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the only thing that was allowed in like don't 80s see boobs, movies. Cool. Yeah, it was just like wet kisses. Ew. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <But> anyway. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even like the labyrinth, terrifying. Even though it's like kind I of silly. I watched that as my 15th birthday party. I watched it so many party. times. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I didn't know it was going to be so weird. And I was like super excited about it. I got it from the library on DVD. Yeah. And I was like, hey, friends. We're going to watch this. And then you were like, David Bowie. Yeah, no, they all were like, why? Like, what is your obsession why with is this crotch? Why right? is Look this what this we're watching? Hair. They thought it was the weirdest thing. And I was hey, like, I'm not used to having this many friends. It. You're all here. We're watching this <laughs> cool, weird movie. And they did not understand. They're like, this is strange. I think we're too young. And I was like, I well, But I feel like if uh, between that and like Dark Crystal, I feel like Labyrinth is more of the crowd pleaser. Yeah. Because yeah. Dark Crystal, Jim Henson was like, what? let's just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, like, I just want, I, have, I have a bunch of weird, like, puppets I haven't used because yeah. they won't let me. <laughs> I accidentally burned this Fozzie bear. Let's make a movie with it. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, whatever, you're cool. Yeah, I had a rotation of three, of three VHS tapes that I would watch all the time. And one was The Labyrinth, the other was Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. and then the last one was Pet Cemetery. Oh my god! Yeah, I watched that for fun. Yeah, and I because nah. it was always like a challenge for me because I was nah. so afraid of stuff that I put it on like, all right, maybe this time I'll be cool. And every time it was like, no, it's so bad. Got to go back to watching the labyrinth, which also like traumatized me because I had a younger sister, so I'd oh. watch it and then I'd run into like the room where her crib was and be like, she's still here. Like I would never wish you away, but yeah, still I, I gotta say, make sure. If you, if you don't wish him wish her away, you're yeah. safe. Like, I wish he wasn't here. <gasps> Where'd he go? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a Stephen King adaptation still. I think I, I watched, like, the Hulu series that Castle they did Rock. of 11... No, 11 63 uh, that's like, doesn't count. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I haven't, so I haven't seen any. Well, it was spooky because he... Because he's like, the past doesn't want to be changed. And then, like, bugs attack him or something. Yeah. Um, but I was going to watch Gerald's game, and then I watched the trailer, and Ooh. I said, never mind. Gerald's game's the one with the sex. Yeah, the lady in the Yeah, the one with the sex. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, a time. Isn't that, isn't that Gina Davis? That is, that is a time. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's Gina I, Davis. I, I, that movie still upsets me. Don't want I'm going to be really honest. That's not an intro movie. <laughs> no, I would You don't want that to be the first thing. Yeah, because it's like, I, wa- I read the Wikipedia synopsis, so I know I know that, spoiler, that she gets out. Um, but, I mean, she, you have to just see her. Cost. And does she get out? That's the real question. It's like really... What about 1922? That's also on Netflix. I didn't watch it because I, I heard really bad reviews for oh. it. Okay, so, well, so what... Gerald's what... game is stressful. I'm like, I'm just saying. I still think about it. Like... And I didn't expect it to be that it traumatizing. Was yeah, really every time you get arrested, me. you're just like, "Oh my god, this movie." <laughs> um, well, what what would be the what should my kind of intro to Stephen King be? Like, I feel like The Shining is a safe choice, or I guess The Shining would be, but it's super boring, and so you wouldn't be interested <laughs> like anymore. It. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, "All right, well, I did it. I guess I don't this see guy's what the big crazy. job." <laughs> <laughs> I can say I watched. I it. would say. I would say. It is, it is scary, but it's also more, at least with the newest one, uh, it is more of a coming-of-age story, in my opinion. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It, it had, it was scary. Um, there are parts where you're like, ah, but if you watch it with a good community, uh, the story itself is just so much more intriguing. Um, I would yeah, not recommend reading the book or giving... Never reading a thousand pages? And there's also... 
and um, children's sex scene where they disgusting. all oh. it together. It's so awful. So I wanted. Yeah, that it doesn't face make any is an sense. accurate and appropriate response to that scene. Also, why he, it he exists? He writes three books a year. Yeah. And why? Well, the, my thing with Stephen King is like, thank God he's writing books because if that brain was used for anything else, like murdering, <laughs> like we would all be screwed. Because ooh, know. okay, movie pitch. Steve. Oh wait, no, that's just Castle Rock. Stephen King murderer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Castle Rock. We were just watching Needful Things. Yeah, which was Stephen King. Um, I don't know if I recommend it. It was like that was one's not scary. Long. It's more suspenseful, but yeah, it's very long. Hmm. Um, It was okay. Um, So uh, before we go into rating, do you guys have any uh, last thoughts on uh, Beetlejuice? Any kind of last things that we didn't really bring up? If not, that's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm like thinking. I feel like I said all the things. Um, Yeah, use it to everyone should watch it because it's a classic and everyone should scare their kids. It's vital. Yeah, definitely good for for scaring children. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like an essential part of growing up. And I, it's, it's a nice little intro. It's not so scary. It's scary like a little. But it's like, oh, all right, this is kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you need it's to scare ride. your kids because like, then they're going to – it doesn't change, as you say. I said this on the, the radio the other day, and I was like, oh, I'm copying Gabe. What's up? It was, <laughs> but it was like – just because you shelter your kids doesn't mean you're taking away fear. Fear still exists. It just changes what they're scared of. It's just in their head. Yeah, Yeah. it just changes what they're scared of. So you're either increasing their capacity to get over things and get through scary things, or you're going to let them be scared of, like, dish soap or, like, random stuff that, like, is irrational because they've never seen real scary things. Yeah. It's important a little bit to, Kids are afraid of everything, and they're going to be afraid of everything, regardless of what they're watching. So it's like, why not let them watch something silly like this where they can make fun of the horror and also see, like, the winners prevail, like, the protagonist beat Beetlejuice, and now they can see, like, oh... That was the scary thing. It got defeated, and now I know how to handle trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being like, what is this new thing? It's like, it's called Beetlejuice. I need you to just chill. <laughs> also a new podcast idea, parenting advice from three people in their 20s. Yeah, uh, exactly. yes. With no children. I'm an expert. <laughs> I mean, I work with kids. I used so. to be one. Yeah, yeah, I totally relate. It was like practically yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, now is the part of the podcast where we rate it. So um, I'll start with uh, both of you, and we'll kind of average all of our uh, numbers together. So on a scale from zero to five, you can be as minute with your decimals as possible, as we uh, you'll find out that I am. But um, so yeah. So what what do you think uh, is the rating of Beetlejuice? Which one's good? Uh, uh, five would five is good. Zero is okay. no good. Like, I figured, but I was <laughs> like, <laughs> as the question is, like, for kids or for us, like, for adult people? That's a, I don't think a single person has ever <laughs> asked that. Um, Let's rate both. <laughs> I, I guess kind of, like, try to average it together. Because, like, even if you can kind of guess that something is good for kids, but um, we've kind of talked about that the best types of kids' media is when it can just kind of be for anybody. Like, like your favorite Pixar movie mm-hmm. is usually pretty transcendent, even if it is kind of directed more towards kids. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was a communications major, so... <laughs> I say, like, 3.2. 
It's a little above the middle because, yeah, I think it's timeless. I could watch it more than once. I, I do. I watched it recently. I watched it. So, and I was like, I definitely could watch it again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, even just for background, it's like fun. Yeah. What about you, lady? Let's see. Just because it's funny to me. 3.87. Okay. I thought you were going to do like the Price is Right thing where you'd be like nah. 3.21. <laughs> like really? Nah, I just want a random number of decimal variety. 3.87? That's 3. high. 3.87. I, I like it. strongly about it's it. It's good. Well, out of five. Yeah. I was big. I was well, a big number. Has yeah. anyone got five? Yes. Um, uh, two movies have, um, what's it called? Uh, Finding Nemo oh, has gotten a four point nine, and Fair. Paddington, I get, I think, also got. Uh, I never saw Paddington. Go see it; it's great. Yeah. It's, okay. It was Finding the, Nemo definitely sold. Was it was the highest rated movie for the longest time on the podcast. Oh my god! I just watched Monsters Inc. again for like after millions of years. That should get a five. Well, we haven't talked about it, so maybe we'll we'll <laughs> so have you on. Future guest, no, it's a five. <laughs> I've already decided. <laughs> Uh, and me, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little like themed rating, and I'm gonna give Beetlejuice a three point six six six. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, like I was gonna give it a higher rating, like something more in the fours, but honestly, it's just like this. This is one of the movies where it's it's a classic to me, but at the same time, like I don't know how often I'm gonna be. I would revisit. Yeah, I'm gonna this. try to watch it a bunch of times. Yeah, like I've seen it. It's good. I'll watch it again if it's on. I'm not looking to watch. You know what yeah, I mean? I de- that's, yeah, I that's. Yeah, I think yeah, that. that's where I'm at. Where it's I'm like I'm not watching it. Like I'm not purpose. seeking it. Yeah, if it happens, it's a but if you're like surprise. come over and watch Beetlejuice, I'm like okay, yeah. sure. Like I'll go to a Beetlejuice themed bar or like yeah. birthday party oh, that'd be or great. something. Actually, there was a Is Tim Burton one? bar in um, New York for a little while, and my friend wanted to take a trip up for his birthday, and we were like, mm, no, <laughs> uh, it's far to that's go to a bar far. and yeah. figure out the logistics for that. Uh, but uh, so crunching the numbers, the three of us, uh, we have collectively given Beetlejuice a three point six zero zero five, which nice. cool. uh, on our uh, film scale puts Beetlejuice a little bit below Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version, oh, and and puts it uh, a a little bit above Mary Poppins, the n- new one or of the OG. One? Okay, all right. Um, I can see that. Yeah, we watched it, and it it was weird. It's a weird I movie. I haven't seen Mary Poppins since I was, like, two. Yeah. Rewatch I can see it. how you'll they're be, close. You'll be surprised at how long it is. Oh. It's such a long movie. They did that back then, though. They didn't understand time, and that people don't want to be sitting there this whole time. They were, the, like, 17 The kids seconds. don't want to sit for a very long time. And now we're back there, because now we have, like, things like The Hobbit, where it's, like, three hours. We're, we're not like, taking yeah. a five-year-old to see The Hobbit. Why not? It's really long. It's kids long. cannot sit for that long. And, and I'll say it. You're the asshole who brought their kid to this long-ass movie, like, and the kid's like, I want to go. We're out of popcorn. I ate so much popcorn. <laughs> I have to pee. I feel sick. And also, Lord of the Rings is boring. Yeah, I'll for say a child, it. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Oh, I'm for an for adult, an, too. For people. Uh, it sucks. Who are big nerds. <laughs> I like Lord of the Rings, not The Hobbit. I didn't see it, so I don't know. Didn't I, I think I saw Hobbit. the first one when I was visiting some friends, and I was angry that that's how we spent our night. No. Except I got to eat popcorn. That's my favorite food. No, you gotta um, do wings and rings. That's all. You just gotta do. Ooh, 
Yeah. Ooh. If you're gonna do a movie thing, make it's it got, a pun. It's gotta like, have a food pun in it. it yeah. Has, it has to be pun. Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, so speaking of pun, uh, th- first of all, thank you both for coming on and yeah. coming to my space. Um, but uh, your podcast is a pun, uh, the Ghouls Next Door. So, kind of uh, uh, give give our uh, give my give us a little summer. Why am I having so much trouble saying words? Give us a little uh, taste of what uh, the podcast is. Yeah, so we talk about spooky stuff. We talk facts, films, and feelings in regards to them. So we dive into topics around spooky things. So uh, we've talked clowns, witches. Uh, this uh, for December, we were talking about gifts, wishes, uh, the folklore around Christmas, Christmas scary demons, <laughs> the bad guys that aren't Santa, um, or is Santa the bad guy? Who knows? You know what's the scariest thing for me around the holidays? Capitalism. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah whole episode about it. <laughs> yeah, that's our gifts. Yeah, episode. that's what I was listening to this morning. <laughs> it's so good. Don't push the button, guys. Um, yeah, and we just kind of geek out about the topic. We can give you some education on it. Either it's a, a real incident that occurred, um, or it's like kind of fun facts about the films and media that we watch. Sometimes we talk video games, comic yeah. books board games, role-playing games. Yeah. <laughs> We're hey, you know, all the things. And, yeah, my favorite part of it is, like, when we talk about, like, why things are scary based on, like, us as humans. Mm-hmm. So, like, not even just us personally. Like, just as people. Why right. is this the worst? Based on, like, phobias and, like, social things and cultural yeah. things. Yeah, well, it's like, when you when you kind of read about George A. Romero, who did the Living Dead movies, like, all of his movies, they had to do with some aspect of culture at the time, so like uh, mindless capitalism and uh, like war panic and all mm-hmm. the these very relevant things, but kind of tracking it uh, with symbolism, which I don't know, like you don't see it as much with horror movies these days, except for like whatever Jordan Peele's new movie is going to be. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm excited. Yeah, for it. yeah. but it yeah, pops up every now and again. Yeah, there. they're they're happening, and definitely for for anyone who are is like yourself and other people who are like we watch, we read Wikipedia so we don't have to <laughs> listen or watch that horror movie just listen to us cuz when we'll tell them. you the best parts yeah. and the worst parts and give you a nice little rundown of what you're missing um and we're why funny, I think. you missed it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, we fancy ourselves funny yeah people so laugh words at us. weird and it's cool yeah, that's, that's the best part of podcasts yeah. <laughs> saying yes. weird words to your friend yeah and we sing a lot yeah Great. Well, when Improv, I so. when I get on, expect that to be a very insane amount. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, you can find uh, Ghouls Next Door uh, wherever you get podcasts. Yes. Yep. Uh, iTunes, yeah. Spotify. Amazing. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and you can get this podcast similarly. Uh, and uh, yeah, follow us at KidFlixPod on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and please rate and review us on iTunes. It gives us a hand, maybe. Um, so uh, that is all for today. We'll, we will hear you next week. And go, go, Gadget, and show. <laughs>